You're listening to Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun, a Utah Lake Commission podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun podcast. My name is Sam Brager, your podcast host and outreach coordinator for the Utah Lake Commission. In today's episode, we're discussing water safety at the lake. Now, we want to make sure we share a variety of pieces of advice as well as some resources that are out there to help you stay safe out on the lake. Um, You know, this is partly due to the recent stories you've heard in the news of the deaths at various Utah reservoirs. Um, There have been several at uh, Deer Creek Reservoir recently. Uh, There was another at Pineview Reservoir, I believe, on uh, Father's Day. It's very unfortunate when any of these deaths occur. Um, It's also something you may have heard in the news recently was the death of the two brothers in May of this year who died while out jet skiing on Utah Lake. Now, those two gentlemen were wearing life jackets, uh, but that's, you know, just like anything in life, not a guarantee. Um, However, you know, State Park does report that over 80% of drowning deaths in boating, boating incidences could have been prevented if there had been a life jacket worn. So definitely important that we wear life jackets. We're just going to get that one right out of the gate and get it out of the way uh, that it is important to wear life jackets. Uh, in reference to the two men who died this year, uh, I actually was on the phone recently with Sergeant Spencer Cannon of the Utah uh, Sheriff, Utah County Sheriff's Office uh, discussing it. Um, he mentioned that although they were wearing life jackets when they died, another um, uh, silver lining, if you will, to wearing a life jacket is that they were able to find the bodies quickly instead of a week or two weeks later, or, or sometimes bodies are never found. And it's extremely unfortunate when that happens and, and prevents closure for the families and those involved. Um, so definitely unfortunate that that happened with those two. Um, although there's not been a final report released yet from the medical examiner's office, um, it is believed that it's most likely due to the cold water temperatures and or um, weather on the lake. Uh, there was some 15 to 20 mile per hour winds the, the night they were lost. Uh, and although that's not the worst it's been on Utah Lake or other lakes, it obviously is something to have to deal with um, while out on a jet ski, uh, just the two of them. So with this, um, these unfortunate occurrences, we wanted to make sure we shared information so that people are aware while they're out at Utah Lake and other reservoirs and lakes in the state and even on the rivers and such so that you can be safe. So some of the information we're pulling from our website, some from State Parks website and a couple other resources that we're aware of. So we actually had a, a pod or a blog post that we released last year um, called How to Enjoy Utah Lake Safely. And obviously, we talk about some of the basics. First off, watch the weather. I know this is something we've shared before in the past too, but check the weather report. It's very important to know when there is going to be wind, when there's going to be a storm. And on a lake as large as Utah Lake, that's the biggest risk is that you can get caught out in it before you can get back if you're not paying attention. Um, unfortunately, the lake has sometimes been labeled as dangerous. In fact, there was a, a news article released literally with the question, is Utah Lake dangerous for recreation as its uh, headline? And some people would say yes. However, a lot of the dangers that are discussed truly are things that happen at a variety of lakes. They talk about it being a shallow depth. Well, there's other lakes that are shallow too. They talk about the wind crossing the water. There are a lot of other lakes that are impacted by that wind as well. So don't get me wrong, Utah Lake has its dangers, but it's not any more dangerous truly than any of the other water bodies. Uh, And as I mentioned, those other deaths occurring at some of the reservoirs where people might not think that versus they do think that about Utah Lake. So instead, let's focus 
on trying to be as best prepared as we can be. So as far as resources go, like we said, checking the weather. Uh, It's important to check that there's a variety of weather apps, whether it's the one that's on your phone, or if you want to use a a different app to be able to check it, there's lots of wind apps out there that you can look. Um, Our personal favorite here at the commission that we want to make sure you check out is called Windy Lookout, and we'll include the link for this. This is actually created by Sean Thornton, a local Utah Lake sailor, who was very aware of these issues and wanted to create a resource uh, free to the public in order to allow them to stay safe. So he has a background that allowed him to create an app that actually sends you alerts in advance of storm events. I believe he said sometimes 30 or typically 30 to 45 minutes before the storm is going to hit or wind's going to come, Windy Lookout app will send you a notification. So you can download the app. You do have to subscribe for notifications. um, And then it will actually send you a notification, or I think you can sign up for text notifications too. And it will let you know, you know, this many mile per hour was wind estimated coming out of this direction should arrive within this time frame. It's a great way to stay in touch specifically for Utah Lake, which is something the other reservoirs and lakes do not have. Uh, it's not a resource that's out there that's this specific. There are other wind apps. You can look at what the current winds are, and you can obviously look at weather forecasts. But an app that notifies you for Utah Lake and lets you know when something's going to happen is extremely useful. Uh, another thing that uh, you can do to stay safe is to be aware of your surroundings. Um, honestly, with a lot of open water, 97,000 acres, there's a lot of space. In fact, I just heard some statistics recently about uh, Deer Creek Reservoir that if you look at their visitation over the year, they average about one boat per acre, a little bit less than a boat per acre of water. Okay. And Utah Lake is 32 times larger than Deer Creek for surface area. And our visitation is a fraction of that. They're at like 0.9 of a boat per acre. Utah Lake's visitation for the year is estimated to be like 0.02 of a boat per acre. So lots of room out there, and that's a great thing. There's a lot of capacity for people to come visit. However, it can at times make people unaware of their surroundings. There's so much room that they're not paying attention to another boat or paying attention to uh, what's under the water as well because it just looks like it's so open and ready to play in. So it's important to keep an eye out for natural hazards such as rocks, clumps of vegetation. Um, Do the best you can in areas that appear to be uh, shallow and make sure you check. There's information on our website about what the average lake levels are at so that you can stay informed on a regular basis. As we mentioned before, life jackets is definitely an important one, but what we want to share is that the life jacket loaner program at Utah Lake is continuing to make progress. Last year, episode 29 of the Utah Lake podcast discussed the Save a Life life jacket donation drive. And what that was, was an effort to collect, use life jackets and monetary donations to get this program on the on, off the ground. Uh, the program is an effort in conjunction with the families of Priscilla Bunkowski and Sophia Hernandez. Um, those are the two girls who uh, back in 2020, May of 2020, lost their lives on Utah Lake. Um, they did not have life jackets. Uh, they went out on like pool floaties, if I remember correctly, and unfortunately died and their bodies were not found for a little over a week. And uh, when the commission heard uh, of this event, um, we wanted to do something about it. And so we started raising awareness, first and foremost, about a variety of tools that are out there, some of which I'm discussing, Windy Lookout, um, knowing what's, what's the line for the sheriff's office and things like that in case it's not an emergency. Obviously, if it's an emergency, 911 if you've got service. Uh, but there is a non-emergency line. So if you get stranded and then a storm comes, that could be an issue. But if you're stranded, you can call the non-emergency line. 
Um, there's radio frequencies that some of the sailing community monitor that we've had information on that in the past. And we also tried to raise awareness about, you know, weather, about the Windy Lookout uh, uh, app, about how to make sure to have life jackets for everyone available and also for children 12 and under wearing them according to state law. And in fact, if you do go out on a pool floaty or something similar on the lake, although it's not considered a boat, if you pass, I believe it's 50 feet from shore, you are required by law to have a life jacket on. So it's important to be able to learn more. We wanted to raise awareness. And when we reached out to the families, they had had this idea. They approached Utah County about putting up a life jacket loaner station at the Knolls, which is the access point owned by the county that the girls uh, left to the lake on. Now, we wanted to help raise more awareness and, and be able to help this fam- these families feel fulfilled in uh, creating a legacy to help other people avoid uh, a similar fate, as I remember uh, Mrs. Hernandez saying at one point. And so this program has begun to move forward. So we did do the drive, gathered uh, 200 life jackets, $1,700 in donations. And then we began the work over the wintertime of creating the program. So we used uh, the U.S. Coast Guard loaner program as a template and structured our program off that, um, developing the different procedures and reaching out to various entities to be involved to help with managing the program. And then here in the spring, we have been working on several different tasks at once. Um, We just barely got the design of the stations completed, figuring out how we wanted the station to look. Because believe it or not, there's a variety of designs out there. All you have to do is Google the phrase life jacket loaner station and look at the image search. Um, We got those finished up. We're currently working on educational signage for those stations. And we are working on the commemorative plaques that will go on each of these to remember the two girls. Um kindly Wilkinson trophy and Provo has agreed to donate those plaques, um, in honor of the girls. And we are working right now on agreements with the various uh, Marina and access point managers, because we need to have the paperwork set up properly to build those stations and help, uh, make agreements on who will be maintaining them, bringing in new life jackets, storing them, etc. So r- as of right now, uh, Linden Marina has signed those agreements. American fork city has signed, Saratoga Springs City has signed, and we have four more access points um, to start. So the goal is seven stations to start at the lake with the hopes of expanding the program in the future. And then right now we are in search of partners and sponsors to cover the costs and the construction, so supplies and labor, of constructing these signs or excuse me, these stations. So that is in the works right now. So if anybody's interested, feel free to reach out to Utah Lake Commission. Um, you can email me directly at sam at utahlakecommission.org or you can call our offices at 801-851-2900. Um, that is where we're at right now with the, the state the program. We're hoping that we can get it in place this summer still. Um, obviously, some of that's dependent on various factors on timing. Um, but this hopefully will be a way not to be a primary source. We still recommend everybody purchase their own life jacket and bring them. But if somebody forgets one at home or is uh, unaware of some of the laws and regulations regarding safety, that there are life jackets more readily available so that people can borrow them and then return them to save another life just like theirs. Okay, next on our list after wearing a life jacket is don't go alone. That's a a pretty simple recommendation for anything in the outdoors, whether that's wintertime, summertime, mountains, lake, wherever it may be. Going by yourself can have risks. Um, And if you don't want to have somebody with you or are not able to, letting people know where you are, you know, maybe sharing your cell phone GPS location, telling people where you're going, 
it's good to be able to stay in touch to let people know where you're at. Um, Some other information that's out there that can be helpful for you to learn more about water safety. Um, The State Parks Division for the state has a variety of information on their website and also some courses. In fact, as we were reviewing their boating education information, it turns out Utah actually requires a mandatory youth certification course for personal watercraft. And now personal watercraft for anybody who doesn't know, that's, you know, things like a kayak, a canoe and things as such. Utah does require a youth certification in personal watercraft operation. Uh, So they have that on their website. We'll make sure we include the link to that. Uh, But they have great information about life jackets, great information about rules for boating and safety. And there are plenty of courses that you can take in order to learn more and stay safe while out on the water. So we, we hope that you've gained something from this review, if you will, because probably most of these things were common sense or you've heard them plenty of times before. Um, But if there was something new, one of the resources and such, make sure you check the links in the show notes Um, here on the episode. We'll have them there. So all you do is scroll down to the bottom and you'll see the links there and can click on them to check out the Windy Lookout app for weather notifications at the lake is a great one to look at some of the boating certification courses that state parks offer or additional safety information. But thank you so much for listening in. Have fun and stay safe out on Utah Lake. Thanks for listening to Utah Lake Facts, Fiction, and Fun. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications each time an episode comes out on Thursday mornings. And if there's something in here that you feel you can share, please post the link online, share with your friends so that everyone else can also learn about the facts, fiction, and fun to do with Utah Lake. 